Righto, you legends, before we rip into another episode of the Deadass Podcast, I'd firstly like to thank our major sponsor, Country Tracker Caps, for the continued support of the podcast. You will find their merchandise at thecountrycompanies.com or if you'd like to design your own cap, head to countrytruckercaps.com. Knuckles has fired up a discount code for the pallbearers. Type in Deadass at the checkout to receive your discount. That is D-E-A-D-A-S-S. Welcome to the Dead Ass Podcast. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to share another episode of the Dead Ass Podcast. And I am your host, Brizey. And today I have a lovely lady on by the name of Heather. How are you? Very well, thank you. I've been looking forward to this. Have you really? For some time, actually. Yes, well, I have hit you up a couple of times and unfortunately due to other commitments that hasn't you know, mm. taken place, but today we are lucky enough that it is. We are. So um, you've heard a couple of the episodes over the, have. the past, haven't you? Mm-hmm. So you, the idea of the potty is to get a bit of a background story of people, get a, you know, get an opportunity to share some stories of their life and um, capture it in a eulogy per se, you could say, because, mm-hmm. you know, nothing worse than having to hear those stories from a third person as a to the person who actually lived it and shared it. So mm-hmm. this is the opportunity to do that. Sounds good. Sounds good. So firstly, um, where best did you grow up and stuff? Where, where are you originally from? Originally, I yeah. am from, I grew up on a property. So originally from a, from a town called Walker. Walker. Which is in New South Wales mm-hmm. on the Tablelands. It is about, probably about 50 kilometres south of Graf, of, sorry, Armadale. Yeah. And in uh, east from Tamworth. So oh, I grew okay. up on a property which yeah. was about 24 kilometres out of Walker. Ah, okay, right, yeah. And now, was it now the property like, was it, what, what did you mainly do there? Sheep. Sheep uh, station. Sheep yes. station. Yes. So my father won this property um, way, way back when he came back from the war. There was a ballot. Ah, uh, yep. And they drew names out and he was one of the lucky ones to get given this property. It was actually a huge big property called Orundumbi. Magnificent house on there. Really? Beautiful old house. I should show you photos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that actual property was split up and my father was lucky enough to get um, the one that had a little tiny cottage and it wasn't much of a cottage, believe you me. Yeah. And it had uh, – it was quite good land. Was yeah. it? Yeah. I suppose in that sort of central New South Wales area there, mm. that sort of area there, there was also a nice green area, wouldn't yeah. it? It was all – So the Great Dividing Range mm-hmm. actually ran through our property. Did it really? So we were on the watershed line, so either the water went, you know, down oh. to the coast yeah. or it went west. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. How many acres was it roughly? Um it was around about close to 1,300 acres. Holy yeah. smokes. It's not a small property. No. Yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> oh, wow. So, And you did sheep, eh? And that's what you grew up with when your old man was doing the sheep? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. he did have a few cattle but yeah. mainly it was sheep and… Did, um, when you grew up in that, were you, did you have to get, how did you get the schooling and everything like that? How did that all that work out? Um, had the school bus by then. So originally when when my parents brought the property and kids started coming along, obviously the school bus um, with the government didn't yeah. exist. 
Yeah. So the families there got together and they bought like a combi and they converted it into Oh, wow. So they collectively bus. did something yes. together to make their own transportation for the kids. So each week it was somebody's turn. Oh, wow. Now mum tells the story that when I was a little baby and yeah. of course back then no capsules, you were just put in in a bassinet. Yeah. And the kids all used to fight about who would look after me on the oh, way into town. Oh, yeah, really? So because my mother had to go into town and then had to wait until the three o'clock time to bring everybody home and it wasn't worth coming back out. It was just too yeah. far. She actually did a three-year um, drafting dressmaking course. Oh, wow. For 12 years <laughs> to fill in the time. Yeah. So they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, eventually obviously the government stepped in and said we'll, we'll buy Was you a bus. Okay. So by the time I started going to school... It was on the bus. Yeah. I would have to walk across a paddock. Um, Dad had put a little hole in the fence with a, a hessian bag so I could climb through and I'd cross the road. Oh, and, wow. And catch the bus. Wow. Sometimes on odd occasions I'd be walking across and there'd be a snake. And <laughs> yeah, so it was, But on one specific occasion mum and dad decided to go on a cruise overseas so they got my sister who was nursing at the stage to come home to look oh, after wow. me okay yeah so my, my sister bought her nursing buddies who we had a little v-dub that we used to drive around the the paddocks in like a paddock basher very much so yeah so they got together with this little v-dub and um that's in the 60s flower power they decided oh, yeah. to paint it with painted it with flowers with eyes and Used to drive me then over to catch the school bus and it was just the most biggest excitement for all these kids on the bus <laughs> to hang out going, oh, my God, look at the V-Dub. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. And so did you do your high schooling and all that down that way too? No, or what no. What happened there? <clears throat> so I left when my father actually decided to sell the property. He always thought about selling it. Yeah. And I can remember this because my sister came home from doing her training in Sydney. She came – she was – um, training to be a nurse, she'd just come off night shift, caught the train home to Walker. Yeah. We had to go down to Walker Road, which was like about an hour away to pick her up from the train. And my father was mustering and he said, come on, I need you to help mustering. And she sort of said, I'm too tired, Dad. I just need to sleep. I've done a week of night duty. And yeah. my dad was quite a demanding man, shall we sure. say. Yep. And um, said, that's it, I'm done, I'm selling. So bang, um, 51, we... He was 51. He sold the property. It was the biggest clearing out sale in the district at that time. Yeah. Wow. And I look back to now to what my dad sold it for and what is there now and it's just worth so much Have you been back there since? I have actually. Did you really? Yeah. So mum and dad have now passed on. Yes. As you know. So a very, very close family and we decided to all meet last April and do a trip back down the history, you know. Oh, cool. And so the people that actually bought it, they were the second people. So when Dad sold it, he sold it to a particular man who who didn't really want it, I don't think, didn't yeah. do well, had it for three years and then sold it to this couple that have had it since the 70s. Oh, wow. And they knew we were coming. We, we got in contact with them. The actual whole town knew we were coming. Oh, because no. yeah, <laughs> it's a town sta- affair. Yeah, it was actually. It was because we stayed in Walker for a few days. The markers were on and... And my maiden name was Boydell and they go, oh, the Boydells are here. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, it was quite a, a good um, catch up. And they took us around for oh, four hours we went around oh, the property. Wow. And it was really beneficial to them because there was lots that they didn't know. Like my dad was very instrumental 
way back in the beginning of doing what you call silage pits. Okay. So this is when you um, you cut the, the grass or whatever, the silage, yep. and you put it into pit for when you have a drought. Ah, okay. Yeah, and Radio. they didn't know about all the existence. They knew of three of them but not the fourth one. Oh, wow. Did you show them the fourth one? Yeah, we did. We, you we, did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Which would still be stuff in there. Yeah, wow, there yeah. would be two. Yeah. That's unreal. And we used to have a uh, an airstrip we used to super. Did you, you really? Know? Yeah. On, and I can remember my sister going up in the super plane one day and he did a few loops and coming back and as she got out she walked out with the whole door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wasn't feeling too good. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So, yeah, we used to super the place. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Did um, Was it like a cool nostalgic feeling when you went back there? Yeah. Oh, was well, it? A little bit bittersweet type thing? Very emotional. My yeah. grandfather is actually, his ashes are buried on the place. Oh, so, oh wow. So there's two big pine trees Yeah. and my grandfather, they're still alive and they still have them fenced off for stock. Wow. And and they knew that my yeah. grandfather was under there. There's nothing there to say that, but they, but they know. Knew, they knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that cool that they still yeah. wanted that like that yeah. too? That's mm. beautiful. Mm. It really is. I would have been. I would have been. Uh, whenever I go away somewhere, or when I go back down to Canberra to catch up with the family and stuff, especially even just like walking into my grandparents' place, it's mm. always like nice and nostalgic and you remember growing up there and mm. you know you always take a moment to sort of absorb everything that's going around you the smells the looks the things mm. all the bits and pieces that go with it yeah it's um yeah i i thoroughly enjoy it like and so i can imagine you would have been the same mm. yeah. you go down and see all that was there because you know like you were saying before like with the community and stuff was there some of the old community that knew was there much of the old community um, there when you went back yeah, there was. Um, a lot knew my brothers and sisters, not me so much because yeah, I sure. was... Yeah, sure, the younger you know, one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they, we went to the historical society and quite a few were there that went to school with my brother and my sisters and... That's cool. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty special. What happened uh, after you saw? Where did you just go? Um, my dad said he was going to retire, so we actually moved up to Harvey Bay. Hmm. Oh, really? And did he retire? For six months, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what did he do after that? He bought, he, he decided he was bored, so he bought a beachcomber flats, they're called. They're actually still there, still in the original condition. We no had them. Kidding. Yeah. I'm amazed it hasn't been pulled down, actually. Yeah. So he bought that, and then he decided um, that wasn't enough, so he bought 18 blocks of land. Wow. Around Harvey Bay. Oh, wow. So he could mow <laughs> and have something to do. Yeah. That's a cool thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> And what then, did he rent them out or they just land? No, just land. And just he land. En- ended up selling them. Oh, yeah, just sure. the land. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That would have been all right. So in Harvey Bay, um, I've always had horses. Yes. All my life. Yeah, okay, cool. And in Harvey Bay, my dad um, bought me another horse up there. And back then, it was such a sleepy village. Like, I don't know whether you've been to Harvey Bay. I did. I went there years ago. I think it was like, was it Harvey? Is that where you go to get on the barge to go to Fraser? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there. I think we went, we might have gone whale watching or something one time mm. years ago. Well, you could never get from Pyalba all the way around. There used to be sort of in the middle between Pyalba and Scarness was the dump. Ah, oh, okay. And it's where the whale, whale um, park is now. Ah, oh, yep, yep, yep. Okay, mm. wow. So, yeah, back then um, we were building a house on the Esplanade. Mum and Dad yep. building a house. My brother, he actually had finished his um, apprenticeship, was a builder. And as a thank you for mum and dad putting him through boarding school, he said to mum and dad, you know, I'll build this house for you. Wow. But this house took quite a long time to build because 
sometimes I would look out and if it was a beautiful, calm day, the sun was shining, <laughs> the boat would be in the water. Yeah, that's I suppose it's a pretty good country down there too. You'd be getting yeah. a lot of good days. <laughs> yeah, and they'd be off fishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't blame them. Yeah. I would be too, actually. Mm. No, Harvey Bay is a nice little place down there. Mm. Yeah, it is. So we had a vacant block beside us and so that's where my horse, my dad, oh, okay. don't know whose it was, but yeah. my horse was put in there and every now and then I would tether her over on the front there on yeah. the foreshore and she would get off and somebody would ring and say, your horse is in my garden, <laughs> but it's okay. My husband's following it around collecting, you know, what <laughs> yeah. for the garden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you say, um, and how long were you in Harvey Bay for? It was four years. Four years. Four years. Four yeah. years. And then what happened after that? We moved to Grafton. Grafton. <laughs> South Grafton. Wow. Dad decided to buy a caravan park. Caravan park? Yeah. Really? Yeah, South Grafton. So... Did when you I, live? Did you live on site? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we had a house there. It was, yeah. How was that living at the caravan park? Did I you loved enjoy it. that? I yeah, would have loved did. it. Yeah, I'm I only did. saying that. I'm saying that now too because I just got back from the caravan park. Well, there was a little shop there, and there was a little lolly shop there. Oh, so I, see <laughs> I you, loved it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would too. I would have been all over that. Yeah, it was. It was when we left. When we left Harvey Bay, I was in grade ten. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, so you're still only a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So I was. Yeah. Oh, I was 15, 14, 14. And we went to Grafton, South Grafton. I was enrolled into school that year. And because it's different up, you know, between New South Wales and Queensland. Yeah. So they decided to put me into what is the equivalent of grade 11, but they're a year older down there. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I was 14 with all these kids that would have been about 17 16 or 17. Yeah. Had their licenses. Wow. That would have been a recipe for mischief. It was, actually. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Just a wee bit. Yeah, well, all my friends had cars and I wanted to go out and, yeah. Yeah. yeah so oh, no, don't blame you. So I did a year and then mum and dad decided I had to repeat, which, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. There wasn't much school work done. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I'm bad. For, I was bad for that too. I was exactly the same growing up. Soon as soon as the, uh, soon as some, some of the mates had licences, mm. oh, you know, go out, go out cruising around and stuff like that. Mm. School took second place. Mm. So mum and dad had the caravan park for probably four years, I think. Yeah. yeah. But once I finished um, that year at South Grafton High, mum and dad said, you're going away to boarding school. Now, my mum and dad, for some unknown reason, never put us in the same boarding school. So when we are at Walker, my eldest sister went to... Um, Tamworth to boarding school. Yeah, right, okay. My brother went to Farrah in Tamworth. Yeah. My other brother went to um, Taz in Armidale and my sister went to Negs in Armidale. Wow. Why did, what, did they ever ask, did they ever say no, why they did that? No, but I do remember there was times where they were travelling between Tamworth and Armidale, you know. Yeah, of it course. They would have. pretty full on. Yeah. So mum and dad decided that I wasn't going to go where it was cold. Yeah, okay. So... They ended up putting me into St Hilda's on the Gold Coast. They decided oh, that's a nice spot. It was much nicer to go and visit me on the yeah. Gold Coast. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes sense. And we'll, we'll incorporate a little holiday we're up there as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously yeah. I, I repeated. I did um, grade 11, 12 at yeah, St Hilda's. But technically you probably would have only been I was catching the same, up the same age. age. So same it wouldn't, age. Have, made, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. have made any difference. Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean that's a good spot to do it again, I guess. Hmm. I hmm. would have loved – that caravan scene would have been cool. 
mm. having to do all that stuff. Did you? Because you'd see all the people come in and come out and all that. Yeah, sort of I stuff did, and, and I used to, for pocket money, sometimes clean clean the caravans, but not for long. Yeah, um, I would do a lot of babysitting because Grafton was a really big racing town. Oh, okay. And yep. sometimes we'd be full, and I can remember babysitting for a couple that you know had horses and yeah. were ra- racing, and boy, was it good money that I would get for babysitting. Oh, I could imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah especially if they won. Yeah, <laughs> and my horse back then yeah. um, was a part um, thoroughbred as well. Oh, was it really? So when Mum and Dad bought the caravan park, they got them to throw in a horse because they were, uh, the, they were the Beedmans. They were yeah, a big okay. racing family. Oh, already, yeah. yeah. So they were like, oh, I'll just go and dig one out the back. <laughs> well, they threw in, um, I could ride their mare for a while and they threw in a, a little colt that oh, became yeah. my horse, which I had to wait for it to be broken in. And, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, well, so, yeah, you weren't lying about the horses where you went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's mad. Yeah, so I ended up getting a colt and a filly, filly there off the Beedmans. Yeah. Ended up taking the mare so after, after I finished school, mum mm-hmm. and dad decided they'd retire to Redland Bay. Okay, yeah, sure. Mm. Yep. So they had 25 acres there. Uh, 25 acres there would have been all right. Yeah. So my mare came up to there. Oh, wow. So at this stage I was going to TAFE and I was travelling from Redland Bay up to Seven Hills, which was quite a couple of changes of public transport and quite a long day. Yeah. And then my sister ended up... Um, getting married with her husband, good on my sister, saying, do you want to come and live with us for six months? I don't know how my brother-in-law put up with me, but he did. <laughs> he did. But I think there was a reason behind that because my brother-in-law had started a restaurant at Belimba called Pancho's Pizzas. Pancho's Pizzas. Mm. That sounds cool. And it became very, very popular. So I used to work for him as well as like I'd go uh, to TAFE. A little bit work. of method in their madness. Yeah, 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 I love it. How Was there a bit of an age gap between you and your sister or...? Um, yes, there's probably about nine years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nine, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Ten years, yeah. How long did they end up, oh, doing, the, mm. long did they end up doing that pizza game for? For quite a long, long time. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he it was a booming business. It really was back then and he just had that personality. He had it to suit. Mm. Like, probably the personality came like toe-on-toe with the business. Mm. Yeah, like they become the face of it. Yes, so we used to on a Friday, Saturday night have um, music. So uni oh, cool. students would come in on with their guitars. Yeah, and that's play cool. Music. We had a wall that everybody would write on. Yeah, it was just a really iconic place. Whatever so happened to that? He ended up, um, well, he ended up leasing it out. So what happened was I, I worked for him for ten years. Mm. Would you believe? And then ten had, years? Did you really? Well, I had two jobs, my day job. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yep. when I moved up lived with him and then I ended up finished college and my first job was Washington Developments, a real estate agent. Yeah. We sold land up at Nanango and Blackbart and Kingaroy. All that was little regional towns. Yeah, so it was selling land to city city folk yep. who maybe might go up there one day. Did they? <laughs> yeah, I think it was all a bit of a gimmick to well, be honest. Well, that sounds like it. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't sound like too much of that's progressive no. nowadays. So they would develop the land and then sell, sell the land. Oh, so, yeah. 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 yeah, I like that. Smart. So after I finished with them, after a year, I end up going working for a motorcycle comp- company, Brist Sales. Did you really? Yes. Selling motorcycles? No. In, in the, the office. <laughs> in the office. Holy smokes. Oh, my gosh, this is going back. No, it's all right. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so, yeah, basically in the office and then I ended up going down and working in their, um, in their sales shop, in their repairs. Did you really? Yeah. And so what, what, what was their main type of bikes that they had? 
um, Kawasaki. That was Kawasaki dealership. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. Mm. How long did you do that for? Uh, look, about three years, I think. Yeah. 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 Well, and um, and so you'd just sort of like go sort of doing your own thing there. Yeah. Well, basically, yeah. yeah I'd be in the office and then, then the sales or the spares would call me and say, come down, we need you to work down here for a couple of days. And Oh, wow. It's pretty good. Still working for my brother-in-law, still yeah. doing the... <laughs> yeah, still doing yeah. that. Yeah. Is it because you just like the vibe with it? Like partly... I did. To hang around for 10 years, you must have quite enjoyed the whole vibe. I did, You yeah. know, I would have. You meet a lot of people and... and big people telling stories. And yeah, and it was, a, it was a good atmosphere. Atmosphere, yeah. Plus I'd get fed every night. Yeah, free <laughs> feed. And it's good quality food. Mm, it was, yeah. So then after that, um, my brother-in-law leased the restaurant out mm-hmm. to a friend... And he didn't, yeah, it wasn't meant to be. It never really happened. It never mm. really works out like that, does it? Mm. So my brother-in-law ended up coming back into it. But between that stage, I'd actually left and gone overseas. So oh, for did that you really? Did a bit of overseas travelling? Yeah, so for that 10 years, that's what saved me money. Like, ah, yeah. okay. What did you do for your overseas trip? Where would you go? I went to England. Yeah. I worked in England for a little bit, decided I didn't like working. And just travelled. Travelled. Yeah. What was England like? Was it was it dreary and miserable? Yeah, it was a bit. Was yeah. a bit. Yeah. You get, you get to hear that. A didn't lot. have a white Christmas, but I had a white Boxing Day. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? So we actually had um, we had a Christmas lunch with the people. You know, what they have in England, you, you live in a bed set. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah, it's a bit different. And the owners lived downstairs and invited me down for brekkie. And the day after that, I headed up to Scotland, and that's oh. when it snowed. Yeah. Really? What's Scotland like? Lovely. Lovely. Where, yeah. where else did you go overseas? Was it mainly around Europe? Yeah, mainly Europe. Yeah. Not the Scandi countries. I couldn't afford it because I was backpacking. So. Yeah, okay. You're not, yeah. Oh, you're doing it like sort of hmm. doing it tight. Very yeah, so. tight. <laughs> what, was the, uh, what was your best, what was the most memorable one over there for you? Um, which country? Or? Yeah, which country? Which one did you enjoy the most? Uh, I have to be Greece, actually. Greece, really? Yeah. yeah. That would have been cool. Which Greece I, looks beautiful, which I find quite ironic now. I'm married to a Greek. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's Australian, but his parents Australian are Greek. Yeah. 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 Aussie Greek. Yeah, yeah. 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 I actually went back to Greece twice. So. Did you really? Yeah. Mm. What, was, what was it that you liked about Greece? Oh, just just the the ocean. The, yeah. Um. The food. The 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 drink. <laughs> the drink. <laughs> I can tell you, the olive trees do move in a caravan park. No, that- yes. <laughs> A few oh. times I got lost. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Who's <Yeah. Uzo. laughs> <laughs> No, that's good. Yeah. No, one, I, two, three, Yamos. <laughs> <laughs> did you, um, uh, what was what was the main cuisine over there? Did you did you like the food and all that sort of stuff? I did. Or did you like more? I did. Um, yeah. Look, I I eat anything. Probably, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, fair enough. I'm actually sure I ate dog. <laughs> did you in Egypt? Yes. In Egypt. Yes, I'm sure I did. Oh. By accident, or <laughs> by accident? Yeah. Yes. And what did they? What did they? What made you think that you ate it? It just did not taste like. Didn't cow. taste like cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real game. Something. Yeah. Something right. Right. Yeah. Eh? But anyway, still had its collar on it. Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't quite right. Did, anyway. What was Egypt like? Um, Egypt was was wonderful. How we got to Egypt? Um, by this time, I'd had a friend come over. Yeah. And we'd gone to spend New Year's Eve in Trafalgar Square and it was just oh, packed. It yeah. was th- so we're catching the last train home to Wimbledon and while we were staying at Wimbledon, we'd run into some Aussies, didn't know yeah. them, but they said, come and crash, as you do. Yeah. Aussies are just 
beautiful, friendly. Oh, the, yeah, I suppose when you catch up, when you see another Aussie, mm. you mm. cling to them. So we're standing waiting for the last train to come, talking, and this girl comes along and goes, oh, you're from Australia. And we got talking, we said we're off to um, Egypt in a couple of days. Oh, my friend works over there. He's Australian too. So we actually got off the plane in Cairo, thought, no, we won't call him just yet, went to accommodation for the night and it was pretty pretty basic. Yeah, okay. Pretty, yeah, it, yeah, back then in the 80s I had a bit of a shock. Yeah. So we thought, no, we'll call this guy and we called him up and he worked for a uh, transport company. Okay, yeah, sure. And he said, yeah, I'll send my boys around to get you. So we ended up staying with him for two weeks in his service department in oh, Cairo wow. with his guys running us around everywhere. Mm. It was just amazing. That would have been cool. Mm. And we made the would have made the trip so yeah. much more special. Mm. Yeah. Did you go and visit the pyramids or anything like that? We did. We left him and then we caught a train down to Luxor, which is where the pyramids are. Yeah. Uh, we... We're probably ill-prepared because not realising they don't serve food on the train. Okay. And it's a 12-hour trip. Oh. So we got on. Um, sort of halfway through that trip I decided I had to go to the toilet. I couldn't go. <laughs> it was just. Was it rough? It was pretty bad. Oh, really? It was spreading out everywhere. Oh. So for 12 hours I hung on. Oh, my God. Oh, I can remember no. I was just dying to get off that train. train. Yeah. But in saying that. You know, the Egyptians, they shared their food with us. It was, it was lovely. It was good? Mm. Oh, wow, that's cool. What was the Egyptian, Egyptian cuisine like? Falafels. Oh, yeah. I loved yeah. falafels. I could, we were living off falafels. We were paying like probably then 80 cents for a wow. meal yeah. of a night. Yeah, that's mm. cool. Mm. I always want to go to Egypt. Mm. That's, one of the things, that's one of my bucket list things to do. I want to go and have a look at the, um, mm. have a look at the pyramids and do all the bits and pieces, um, get that real sort of, exploring, adventure, mm. going and visit all those iconic places of the world. Mm. Um, it's yeah. amazing. Is it amazing. really? Yeah. Is it uh, – I could ima- – you can only imagine like seeing the size of those pyramids and then actually seeing it in real life. So you actually been. then you, you climbed up on a ladder. Did you really? Into the pyramids, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, into the opening and I was with, with a male companion then and I remember I was behind him and and going up the ladder and – the Egyptian men like to rub up and down. <laughs> and so I've gone to him, oi, you need to swap. So we sort of somehow I got in front of him and he's yeah, dug yeah. an elbow in and they've sort of gone tumbling back. And Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, did they have all the scams and everything going over there back no, then? No. Because no. I know that they're good for it nowadays. Mm. Like, yeah, they tell you all these different scams that like they, pit the tur- they, they try to hit the tourists with. Mm. Um, so how long did you end up doing that? Like that Overseas. whole over that whole trip there? Because eighteen months. Sorry. Eighteen months. Yeah. Wow, that included mm. all the Egypt mm. and like. Where, did you go anywhere else after that? Or um, yeah, went into Israel. Really? Mm. Mm. Went across the Sinai Desert. Wow. Uh, yeah, and there's another story. We, we're catching the bus. Yeah. Across, we caught a boat, and then we had to catch a bus through what you call no man land, where um, you had the Egyptian border. Yeah. Here and then you've got the Israeli border there. Ah. So we had to come through the Egyptian border crossing. Yeah. And, you know, they've got their guns and, yeah. and everything. And they're sort of, you know, pretending to put it on you or were. Now, on that trip, we were all travellers, all backpackers. And yeah. there was two Swedish girls who were beautiful, blonde and yeah. beautiful girls. And 
the Egyptian guards took them aside, took them into a room. Now, I was with a couple of males and we could see what was happening, so we we didn't go. We missed the bus because we were waiting for them we were worried. Yeah. They did come out. Um, they're a little bit shook up. They strip searched yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, they, were, they were okay. They said, you know, can we do anything? They go, no, we're all good. We're, we just need to get across here and through to the Israeli border. Yeah. And the Israelis, well, I'll tell you what, yeah. don't mess with them. Really? Because they mean business yeah. and they are scary. Like like the Egyptians are a bit ca- more casual, I would say, but yes. the Israelis were, wow. Wow. And, and well, now where we're going on now. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Wow. So, yeah, we, we came through um, and we ended up staying in Jerusalem for about four days. We weren't allowed out at that stage because there was a curfew. Somebody oh, okay. had been... Overnight, you weren't allowed out. Somebody had been killed, so yeah. everybody had a curfew. You had to stay in. I remember walking the walls of the the old city and coming upon um, people in the army, army guys there with their guns. And oh wow! I actually got a photo with some of them. Were they nice or were they? Intimidating? Oh no, they were lovely. They oh, were lovely, lovely. Oh. very lovely. But they meant business. Oh yeah. And even when you hop on the buses over there, there's all the the women in there, you know, because they've got to do service. Um, they National service. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah sure. They've all got guns. They're, they're, they're all like scripted mm. or yep. whatever. Yeah, okay. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. So I think back now and we might go there now. And then from there, what did I do from Oh, from Israel, we caught a boat back to Greece. Oh, okay. From yeah. And a boat. Was yeah. it like a commercial boat or was it like? Yeah, a passenger. Passenger boat, we, yeah. It took three days, but obviously we couldn't afford the, sleepers, so we just stayed in the. We just sleep on the bench. Yeah, we did. We did. That's um, but that's a part of roughing it, isn't mm. it? Mm. Makes makes more of an adventure too, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. I reckon that's cool. That would man, that would have been a cool adventure. Just mm. doing that whole thing. And then from there went Did to you have to do any what did you sorry, did you try any did you have to try and do any work to sort of supplement some sort of money? Well, I, like I, did. You did? I worked for six weeks in England. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just to build up a yeah. bit of cash. I worked for a bakery called Manor Bakeries who used to ship cakes back to Australia. Really? It's quite weird. It is weird. Yeah. You could have just made him in Australia. Yeah, so I did data inputting there. Look, for six weeks and then I decided I didn't come over here to do this. To do, do that, yeah. Because yeah. you you're, you're doing essentially just – You know, work. after working for two jobs for that yeah. long. I, I mean, you, I, would, I would assume you must have saved a fair bit of money yeah, to be I able did. to – Yeah, hmm. So where, you caught that boat back to Greece up took a couple of days. Where, where yeah. were you get it? And then from Greece I went over to Yugoslavia. Yeah. What was that like? Um, I wasn't prepared. I – Thought I was going to die there because yeah. it was so cold. It was minus 20-something. It would have been. And just was not prepared. Couldn't find accommodation because they charge, you know, as soon as they see you, they put the price up. Yeah. So we were sleeping in, in the train stations and oh, she couldn't wow. wait to, to leave there, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. How long did you end up staying there for? Uh, only about, uh, probably about five days, I think. We yeah. Were when we just decided it's too cold, it was freezing, it was winter. and Yeah, and, the, and they couldn't <clears> get any accommodation. <throat> no. Where's your, where did you go, back to Greece? Um, went back to, we went back to France, actually. Oh, France, yeah. Wee yeah. mm. wee. Oui, oui. Yeah, mm. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like, what's France like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like France. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, is it like everything they say? Did you go to the, the big fucking yeah, iron that big mm. thing? What's it called? Yeah, Eiffel Tower did <laughs> oh, all that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a blank. Notre Dame. And yeah, yeah did all that before yeah. it was burnt down. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh mm. well, that would have been a, that would have been a cool trip. And then so, so then eighteen went, months. Yeah. Was yeah, it. I went back to England and then decided I hadn't do hadn't done Ireland. 
Yeah, Ireland. So I went over to Ireland and I had a lot of Irish friends at that stage because when I was flatting in Brisbane, I had an Irish girl come and flat with me for about a year. Oh, okay, rightio. Who actually overstayed her visa. Did she really? (laughs) Naughty, naughty. And she ended up getting caught. Oh, did she? (laughs) (laughs) And um, told she had to go. Catch her. Yeah, which was disappointing because she had a job and everything. She and I worked together in the motorcycle. Oh, really? Oh, cool. So I ended up staying with her, seeing her and her family. uh, And I also had a a good mate and he was Irish. So I ended up staying with him and his family in Belfast. Oh, cool. Which was quite different because Belfast, I was still having lots of issues there. Yes. I used to catch the bus into town and before you get into town, the army would be there checking under the bus for bombs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy, eh? Mm. So we living like that every day. Mm. That's intense. So I think um, somebody asked me if you, oh, I saw a clatter ring the other day, which is an Irish ring. Oh, okay, yeah. And Sherry had that on. Oh, and, did she? And I said to Sherry, I've kissed the Balani stone, <laughs> but I put a hanky over me because the locals <laughs> say they pee on it. Oh, do they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, why? I wonder what they do that for. Well, <laughs> yeah, you've sort so of for got a gag. <laughs> you got to push yourself out and sort of stick your head up to kiss it. Oh, dear. Probably. Pee down on the ah, top. Ah, of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and um, so what, so you, was it like 18 months had gone by and you're like, oh, geez, you know, maybe I should go home. I got no money. That's what it was, <laughs> you ran out of money. <laughs> got no money, time yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah. And was it just a, um, what would you do when you got back? What? Um, I ended up getting a job in Brisbane in the city. Okay, so you come back to Brisbane. Yeah, for, yep. with a mortgage broker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I um, ended up living in a flat, ended up living with a girlfriend's parents for a little bit, got myself saved up for a flat, moved into a flat which was at, um, I can't even remember where it was, Wilston or Wilston or something in Brisbane. Yeah, okay. And behind us was the the mental institution. That would have been interesting. Well, it was for a bit because I had a few... Things go missing off my line, yes. (laughs) And and it was kind of a really grotty flat because I couldn't afford much. So in the meantime, my brother-in-law that owned Pancho's, the guy had run it right, right down. So he said, I'm coming back in to bring it back up. Uh, Okay. So he said to me, do you want to live with me? Because by this stage he, my sister, and he had a place up at um, Palmview. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful out there, yeah. Yeah, it is. So he used to come down for five days and go home for two. He'd go home uh, okay. yeah, sort of Monday, Tuesday when he would be shut. Yeah. So he and I lived together, yep. which was fantastic because I wouldn't buy food or anything. Yeah. He bought it all. But then again, guess what I had to do overnight? You had to yeah. do all the bits and pieces? I had to work back in the shop. <laughs> yeah. And on the on, during the week he'd call me and say, I'm really busy, need you to come down. Can you come down and help? And it was handy for a bit because yeah. I can remember on, on catching a bus, public transport home one day, I had a guy come and say to me, oh, can I take you out? And I'd say, oh, no, I live with my brother-in-law. <laughs> I go, what? Does your sister know? Yeah, yeah, she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but then the bastard, Yeah. one night we uh, had a, a big party in at, at the restaurant and they said, oh, we've got a party happening, we come back. And they invited my brother-in-law back. Oh, okay. I had work the next day, so I didn't go. My brother-in-law didn't come home that night. Oh. Yeah, and I was, I was, I was frantic. Yeah, yeah. Do I tell my sister or what? Like, you know, what do I do? What do I do, yeah. So 
So I just shut up and not say, said a word. Yeah. And the next morning my sister rings me and says, oh, how's Phil? Is he there? And I've gone, oh, no, no, he's not he- here. He's gone out somewhere. I'm not sure where he is. And then I can hear her start to chuckle. <laughs> He'd gone home. Oh, had he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they thought they'd just pull it on me. Pull it on you. Oh, I did the old double fake on you. Yeah, because I was quite attractive girls in this party and I'm thinking, oh, shit, my brother-in-law's going to play up on my sister. <laughs> yeah, you would have been thinking worse. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Did you – so where did you – so what happened after that? What's going on after that? You were, So how old were you roughly back – by the time you come back from – I was about 25. About mm. 25. So mm. you're in your early 20s and that while mm. you're over and um, overseas and then come back here and mm. do that for a bit. What mm. – uh, then well, I what, when ended up, up that? well, mum and dad um, ended up moving up to the Sunshine Coast to Mountain Creek. Oh yeah! Wow, yeah. nice. Yeah, and some beautiful places they've been, haven't they? Yeah, they have yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, when you think about it. Yeah, so they moved up to Mountain Creek. This is um, I don't know why I ended up moving up too to North Arm. Do you know where that is? No, where's that? Um, What's around? North of just. Near sort of oh, before Noosa, Coroy. Oh, okay. Coroy, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, it's yeah. A, a, so a northern, like northern sunny coast region. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up moving there. I ended up getting a job in a doctor's surgery at Mountain Creek oh, um, nice. because my sister was working there and I ended up being a receptionist there part time. Yeah. And in between that time is when I applied for um, Queensland Medical Laboratory back then. Oh, really? And I got a job with them. How was that? Good. Good. Well, what were you doing? T- doing the samples and all that sort of stuff? Or what, yeah. You? Yeah, really? So I started off with them in Nambour. Their main office was in Nambour. Yeah. And I started off doing what they call histopathology typing. Okay, what's that? So when you get all the bits and pieces yep. taken off you that yep. need to be tested for cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything like your skin, your prostate. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. So that's um, the doctor would sit in there and slice it and put it onto a slide and I would be typing up the reports for the doctor. Wow. So that's what you were doing, you sit there. For a bit and then I graduated into sitting in there with him because you had to take a note of every every slice that he was doing. Yes. So I ended up sitting in there with them. Wow. And that would be part of your job. You would go in, sit with them for a couple of hours while they went through all the specimens. Yeah. Did mm. you find that interesting? Really? I would have. So the doctor that I was with, was there was a, quite a few doctors, but one of them he he um, also did um, the what do you call it? forensic, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. pathology. Yeah, yeah. pathology. Well, he did. Um, so he used to be on call, like instead of our bodies going to Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, he'd yeah. be like the on call yeah. pathologist. He would yeah. go to it. Yeah, and I remember him bringing a leg in one day, just a leg. <laughs> just a leg. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember him touching it and the toes would move and like the muscle. Oh, yeah, the muscle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, wow. It's quite fascinating. It is fascinating, yeah. Mm. Mm. I've done some um, cremations for medical waste, you could call it, where the patients have had a leg amputated or have had a mm. hand or something removed. And then the hospital had given us a call, yeah. and um, we'd go either go and collect it, or they'd have someone deliver it to us. But it was always interesting because mm. normally, like we're used to cremating a whole person, yeah, <laughs> and you'd yes. just have this leg turn up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, a bit different. It would have been cool seeing it from the other side, but having yeah. look at through all the slides, and like you when you're doing the tests and stuff, like could you 
was there any visible things that you could see, or we, oh, yeah. it was it all under the microscope? You're sitting there looking in, going. Well, you you, you see the bits and pieces, the skin. And yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. But then it's the scientist's job to look under it at the microscope, yeah. to look at those cells and to see. Just determine what's going yeah. on. Or, yeah. 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 And how long did you do that for? Oh, quite a while. I Because Kilmel then moved their um, main office to Budrum, to the hospital. Ah, okay. The hospital. Yeah, sure. So I moved with them there and then mm. they asked me if I would go into cytology. Yeah, okay. Which what's was that? fluid. Ah, so, okay. Or your fluid. So I was the lab assistant lab tech person doing all the staining of the slides. Yeah, but, okay. So you would get your urine in, your, yep, your yep. sputums, you know, yep. somebody's got a cough, um, all those sorts of things. So I would actually prepare them mm. um, and put them onto the slides for the scientists to have a look and see what cells are in there. Was there anything that jumped out to you that was you found fascinating about that sort of stuff? That was, was all it? fascinating. It would have been, eh? All fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I would have been tripping out looking mm. at all that stuff. Mm. I would have been like... I would have been, he probably would have got the shits of me because I would have been sitting there looking at him going, Oi, what's that? Like, what's that? It's okay. quite, um, <laughs> and like sometimes you're, you're, you know, you're getting the sputum in a specimen jar and putting it on a slide. Oh, it's quite. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. You yeah. sort of, you'd have to build up a little bit of a tolerance for that too, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. so, yeah, for a minute there, you'd be like, oh, I'm touching someone's pee. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, so, yeah, that was really quite. Quite fascinating, and it's all the aspirations they would take. Yeah. Okay. Like from a breast, and yeah, I suppose. Yeah. You know, all the cysts and yeah. Yeah. Any, any of them sitting there get you a little bit wheezy, woozy? No. Like looking at that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, okay. well, I think that's coming from the property watching dad kill sheep and cattle and. Yeah, well, that's all part of it, isn't it? When you're growing up and, and you'd be saying, seeing all that sort of stuff. You kids go away, and then we'd be waiting for him to turn <laughs> his back, and we'd be in there with a stick poking into its. Eyes and <laughs> having a bit of a look at it, yeah, uh, yeah. as as kids do, yeah. being intriguing. The only time I ever saw my father mm. um, sick was we had a cow that had a calf and it died inside. And mm. We had to get it out, and so he had to put his hand in and put a rope around it. To oh, pull it out. yeah, yeah, of course. And I can remember us kids hiding behind the shed, and he yelling at us, "Go home, kids! You can't be watching this." Well, that mm. was silly, wasn't it? Saying that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I can remember him pulling the rope and the. the the leg came off. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we found it fascinating. Yeah. Oh, you would. Yeah. You would because, yeah. Yeah. But Kilmel, yes, I was with them quite a long, long time. So from cytology I went back to histology, um, yep. loved the typing, and then I ended up getting a transfer to Brisbane. Okay. Working in the – and you can imagine the Brisbane. Oh, it would have been packed. Massive. Was it? Massive. Yeah. yeah. And so I did that for quite a while. Loved it. Loved the typing of yep. the, the specimens and the reporting of it. Yep. And So they'd be sitting there going, <laughs> okay, you know, this this sample number 35 left yeah. section, mm. black, can't be. Yeah, mm. so I would, mm. yeah, you'd be typing that. Yes, oh, and wow. all the words and yep. a lot of words you had to learn. And learn and I suppose learn mm. how to spell it too. Mm. Was it just a normal keyboard you're using to type yes. or was it like a specialised no, one? No, normal keyboard. Oh, wow. Yeah, but we had dictaphones. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Wow. Tape. He would talk onto a tape. Oh, wow. And we would put the little tapes, you know, yep, and, yep. and that's what we would listen to. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So in Brisbane I, I worked there for quite some time and then um, circumstances changed in my life. Yeah. And I had to get away from Brisbane. I okay. Yeah. And I actually came in, I remember walking in this day saying to my boss there, I'm resigning, I'm moving up to Mount Isa. Mount Isa? Yes. Why Mount Isa, if you don't mind me asking? 
I had a sister up there. Oh, okay. And she said to me, there's plenty of work. Okay, sure. So yeah. I just knew I had to get away. Get away. So you're getting mm. – uh, yeah, okay, so Mount Isa, right? Mm. Okay, cool. So I walked in and said, I'm going to resign. I'm going to Mount Isa. And, and the manager said, said, no, no, don't do that. The manager from Mount Isa is down here at the moment. Can you wait until we have a talk? Ah. So they ended up having a talk to her and I ended up transferring up. Mm. Oh, wow. So they actually, yeah, okay, so mm. you went straight up to Mount Isa mm. and continued doing what you're doing up there. I did. But yeah. it's a small laboratory. You've got to learn to do everything. Okay. So I had to learn how to take blood. Oh. Plebotomist. Wow. I'm not a nurse. Yes. So I did my training. I really struggled with that. Was it just f- the, the whole side of having to draw blood or was I it had just? men faint on me. Oh, okay. I had men faint on me with their eyes open and they're grey <laughs> and I'm thinking I've killed him and it just was scary. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. yeah and Did you get in some icy poles? <laughs> uh, it was just, it was scary. Like, you know, it's not something I wanted to do and it's, sometimes it's hard to find a vein. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah, so yeah. you'd be a couple of attempts. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder they go grey and faint. And my turning point was I had to go up to the hospital and do a heel prick Okay. baby. Oh, okay, yeah. And the baby was crying and I was oh. crying. Yeah, that would suck. And I I've, couldn't do that. I've come back and I've said, I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. And at that particular time, my sister had been contacted by her old job. So my sister used to live up there in the 80s. Yeah, okay. And then left. Yeah, sure. And then went back up in the 90s. Yep. And she said to me, the engineering company that she had worked for had rung her and asked her to come back and she yeah. said, no, because she was working for the education department by that stage and said, no, but my little sister's in town. Ah. So I ended up going working, being in charge of an engineering um, office there. Did you like that? Loved it. Loved it? Well, yeah, it was good because it's how I met my husband. Oh, okay. So that's how you met. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. What was your husband doing? He, well, he was working underground okay, as yep. a ring fire. Yeah, okay. So, you know, that's. Doing the explosives. Yep, yep, the old kaboom. Yeah, he'd make the earth move for me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, um, actually, I have to tell you this. When okay, I first went me. up yeah, to QML, up yeah. to them in Mount Isa, um, sitting there my first day in and it's nine o'clock and everything rattles and shakes and I thought, what the hell? Yeah. I've looked around and nobody's looked up and I thought, oh, God, it must be a train or something nearby. Yeah. And then the next day it happened again and nobody looked up and I said, what is that? And it was the blasting. Ah, oh, of course it would yeah. have been, yeah. 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 So it would have been tri- – oh, that's – it would have been – I would have been tripping balls. I would be like, oh, shit, we have an earthquake. Yeah, well, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. But anyway, um, with – so, yeah, I was working for this engineering company in charge of their office. Yeah. I loved it. It was good. Yeah. Um, really, really good work. So it was – Quite a big firm, probably about 15 people working for them. Oh, wow. Did a lot of work with Manizer Mines yes. back then. That's yep. what they were called, Manizer Mines. A lot of work for them, independent people. But we also had surveyors in with us as well who worked there. Yeah. And these um, surveyors, one of them was particularly big on his rugby okay. union. Okay, yeah, right, yeah, big rugby union. And kept saying to me for a while, I've got the perfect guy for you. <laughs> And he just kept on and on at me. And then I ended up saying, okay, yeah. let's do it. Oh, nice. So how I met Tony yeah. was a blind date. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So I actually spoke to him on the phone before we went out. And the night I spoke to him was 
the day that he had lost a good mate up there. Ah, oh, okay. So Rooksy, he had gone over the edge on the oh, no. and had been killed. Oh. And so that was our first conversation and we spoke for hours. Oh, and really? Hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that sucks. I mean, like it sucks to, you know. Yeah, Manizer Mines had a real bad run when I went up that first sort of six months. There was about four people that really were lost. And one of them was Yasmin's mate too, eh? Mm. Oh, there was a few of his mates, no. but that's this was the first one yeah, when I spoke yeah, to him. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, that's... Um yeah. I suppose was the safety the safety precautions and like probably weren't as weren't, weren't as what they are like they yeah, are these days I, I guess I, I don't, don't know, know. Yeah. yeah so but where was your first date where was your blind date blind date met him at a a a, par, a restaurant for yep. dinner walked in saw this old fella at the bath oh my god can I do a <laughs> runner here or what and then I saw this other guy thinking please please let it be the guy in the purple shirt please please and it was yeah. oh good yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then the rest is history, eh? Yeah, it is, yeah. 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 So how long did you end up staying in Mount Isa for? I was there 11 years to the day. Isn't that weird? It's funny how those things work, yeah. eh? Yeah. Yeah, they actually did a little article in the paper because yeah, I left really? 11 years to the day. Oh, mm. wow. Mm. And where did you go from there? Well, Mount Isa was really, really good. I had my children there. and Yeah, sure. And it's a beautiful place because... You don't have family. Yeah. By this stage, my sister had left, so I had nobody Okay, there. yeah, sure. And you get good friends, yeah. really good friends. I was going to say, it'd be a very tight yeah. community up there, wouldn't it? Mm. The number of times I would ring a girlfriend at 2 o'clock in the morning, hey, Aaron's sick, I've got to take him to the hospital, yeah. oh, can I throw Phoebe at you? And Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a good town, good sporting town. I, I Very social. You know, every weekend you would... You would be going to barbecues. If you weren't going to barbecues, you'd be going off camping. Yeah. It's just, it's a beautiful place to go. What was there to do around that area? Because it's pretty, um, pretty far out west, isn't it? Yeah, Adele's, um, Adele's Gorge, yep. Lawn Hill. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Mm. I've never actually been out of Mount Isa. Oh, there's, there's so much. Is there? I think, I think as far west as I've gone has been Longreach. Okay. They're, they're just a lot of water holes, yep. you know, um, yeah, just... Is it along that artesian borge or whatever? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, i got no idea. Yeah. That's something I'll get the listeners to let me know. Yeah. <laughs> he's a dickhead. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> but, you know, there's a... there's a Corumba. Go up to Corumba, you know? Yeah. What a beautiful place. That's where you see the the sun set on the ocean. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, mm. yeah. Mm. Of course. Actually, I'm thinking maybe... It might be Blackhall I'm thinking of. Blackhall, I think, is on that artesian borge. Mm. Gorge, artesian okay. borge, boar, boar. I don't know, artesian boar. Yeah, there we go. Birdsville races. Oh, Birdsville. Birdsville. Races. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Actually, talking about that. Um, so <laughs> in Mount Isa. Um, yeah. So yeah, I had met my husband. We were engaged. Mm -hmm. We we weren't married. Oh. Yes. Yep. So in the meantime. So my husband and his brother were up there as well. Okay, yeah, sure. And another good mate, James. And they used to wonder why James would disappear on a weekend. They couldn't work out what was happening. Yeah. But, oh, actually, before I go on there, Tony's brother had got married, right? Okay, yep. So Tony's sister, Nicole, who lived in Mackay, had come up for the wedding. Okay, yeah. And then shortly after that... James kept disappearing for weekends and we couldn't uh, work out what was happening. Oh, is he sneaking off? He was sneaking off to Mackay to see Nicole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the little devil. <laughs> so anyway, 
Nicole ended up moving up. She worked in the bank. She yeah. ended up moving up and living with James. Oh, cool. Hadn't been there that long and the Birdsville races were on. Oh, yeah. So they decided to go down to the Birdsville races, had a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. Um, coming back the next day, they, they had a friend with them, Axel, a good mate. Hey, Axel, in Townsville. Mm-hmm. Coming shout back. Out. Shout out to you. Yes. <laughs> Coming home, Axel was in the back seat with no seatbelt on. Yeah. Nicole was driving yeah. because the boys were over the limit. Yeah. Got into bulldust. Oh. And the car rolled. Oh, shit. Um, that bulldust is. Mm, James was thrown out. What, really? Um, Axel was okay. He ended up hopping out. Nicole had issues. Flying doctors came in. James was taken straight down to. Brisbane. Oh, wow. Um, Nicole was taken to Mount Isa Hospital. Oh, shit. Um, James broke his neck. Oh, no. Hmm. So this is a guy that he used to yeah. do everything. He was so active, snow ski, parachute. Yeah. And so their life. Changed forever. In a dreadful way. Was it, um, was he from waist down or? He is what you call an incomplete Quad. Okay. So he has partial movement of his hands. Only oh, okay, partial movement. Partial movement. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, jeez. Yeah. So terrible to hear. How, you know, it's such a tragedy. How old was he when, how old were they? James would have been in his early 30s. I'm early saying. 30s. Yeah. And is his, and his lifestyle still much the same? Like, how, mm. you know, how, what do they do now? Like, obviously, yeah, because, like, you know, mm. after that event, like, that changes someone forever. Like, what, what do they do? What, what, what? So, um, well, obviously they had to come to Brisbane. Yeah. So Nicole, because they kept her in the hospital too long up there, they should have sent her to Brisbane straight away. Oh, really? She had issues with her arm. It yeah. was never, never repaired correctly. Yeah, so sure. she has partial movement of her arm as arm well. As well. A lot of issues. Must have so, been a severe accident. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was it was quite a traumatic time because um, I had to go in and pack up their flat. Yeah. I had to go through all their belongings. Oh, jeez. I had to find all his insurance stuff. Yeah. The clothes that I think they would need. Yeah. Now, Tony, my husband, couldn't do it. Yep. His brother Damien couldn't do it. So yep. it was all left yep. up to me. Bless you to do it. I do remember my husband going into the insurance company saying, we've got to start this claim, blah, blah, blah. And they said, we couldn't accept it because James had to sign it. And I can remember there was a lot of people in this bank at this particular time and my husband's voice raising saying, how do you expect him to sign? He's, an, he's yeah. a quadriplegic. How? And, yeah, I can. it was quite, quite a traumatic time. I could have been. But, like, you know, this is a... Like, don't you think, like, a bit of common sense would have been mm. – been, but that's just typical. Yeah. So typical. So James ended up coming down to the PA. Yeah. So he was in hospital, obviously, for quite a long time. I'm not sure how long he was in there. He would have been in there about three months because Tony and I got married on the 27th of December. Oh, did you, so you just recently had your anniversary. You did, 26 oh, years. 26 years, yeah. wow. James was always going to be in a party as a groomsman. Yeah, okay. So the immediate reaction was, and we were quite shocked by this, there was a couple of people that said, well, are you going to have someone else? Mm. Well, why would you? Yeah, that's right. Why yeah. would you? Why does it make any difference? Yeah. 
So James, the first time he was allowed out at hospital, was, out of hosp- was our wedding. Oh, wow. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah, so obviously he had a carer come up with yeah. him and that was the very first time. Wow. Yeah. How many years ago was the accident now? Well, before, 26 years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. That's 27. So, yeah, 27. Mm. So just yeah, and they got married the following year. So yeah. he and Nicole end up getting married. They've got two beautiful boys. Oh wow, that's a, that's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and they live in Brisbane. Do they? Oh wow. Now obviously James, you know, is starting to have issues. Of course, yeah. Because being in a chair for that long. Of course, yeah. He's just gone through some pretty major ops, but he's come out good. Yeah. So I could hope. imagine there'd be a lot of atrophy issues, and mm. you know, I could imagine, you know. That long, hmm. uh, that'd be very hard. Uh, look, Nicole has had a very like. I take my hat off to my sister-in-law. Well, if anyone should be, you know, nominated for a medal, it's her. Yeah, husband in a wheelchair. Her first son is autistic. Yeah, okay, and, wow. And autistic, um, it's been a battle with him. Yeah, okay. So like on the heavier scale, you could yeah, say heavier. Yeah, but yeah. I tell you what. He's a good boy. Oh, cool. That's yeah. awesome. True to her hard work. Yeah. He now has an, a, a job. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, he's He wants to be a diesel uh, Diesel mechanic. fitter or it is, yeah. Mm. But he has got a job in the industry. I'm not sure whether that will happen, but yeah. Yeah. he has a job in the industry. Hey, good on him. Good on him. So James, um, well, sometimes Nicole would piss him off, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd get upset with her. Yeah. And so Nicole. Or vice versa, and Nicole would put all his beer up on the top shelf so he couldn't get it. And James ended up getting one of those grabby things. <laughs> Did he got it? Yeah, but it took him a while to realise how to work it properly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So sure. by the time Nicole got home, there's just smash bottles everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she learned her lesson there. Yeah, so yes. Don't put it up no, high. Yeah, perseverance. <laughs> He's mm. going to persevere. Mm. I, I would too. Mm. Um, wow, that's amazing. It yeah. is. Yeah. But why we left Mount Isa yeah. was... Um, it was actually mum and dad. My father had a heart attack. Oh, did he really? And my mother said, I wish you were down here. And where were they at this point? Were they, they were in still ha- they were in Harvey Bay by then. Back. They're going back to Harvey back. Bay. So they've been at Sunshine Coast like, Sunshine, got Sunshine too Coast? big and busy. Yeah. And they decided that's it. We'll Done. go back to Harvey Bay. Yeah. And that's how, where they retired in a retirement village. And how old were they at this point? Because like you, because you, the old man was about fifty-one when you when he first yeah, retired. Yeah, they're in their seventy. Yeah, seventy. They moved back. Oh, with the yeah seventies. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Wow. Mm. So they're twenty years in a And so you and your father had a heart attack. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. She's a, nothing like putting you into a bit of a forced retirement when you have a health scare like that, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. So mum said, oh, "I wish you were here," and like flights were fifteen hundred to go down. Yeah. And you just couldn't. Yeah, and of two course. days travel to yeah, get to Harvey Bay. And so that was the start of it. And I ended up thinking, yeah, it's time to move. Man Isa, as much as I love it, was never going to be the place to stay yeah, forever. Yeah, it was the in, it was the interim. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Did you, is that where you end up, did you end up moving to, was that Emerald? We, no, Yapoon. Oh, you went to Yapoon first? <laughs> Sight unseen. We picked Yapoon off the map. We just it's thought, really? oh. Well, it was between Yapoon and seventeen. Oh, Agnes Waters. There. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. And because my husband had accepted a job out at Mara. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So he and we decided Yapoon looked pretty good. Yep. Yeah. So we landed in Yapoon, not ever having seen it before. <laughs> I remember coming in, thinking, "Oh my gosh, it's so green. We've come from the desert." Of course. We've gone to that hill. You know where that hill you come into Yapoon. Yeah, yeah. And you I've see gone, the water. Oh, my gosh. 
we ended up renting a house at Lammermoor oh, on yeah, the nice. beach. Oh, that would have been cool. Right on the beach. Yeah. The kids were enrolled in Sacred Heart. Yeah. And did you like that spot there? Yeah, yeah, but we, we were only renting, so yeah. stayed there for six weeks, ended up buying at um, Bar Marie. Oh, yeah, okay, Club cool. Estate, yeah. Yeah, nice. Hmm. And how long were you there for? 18 months. 18 months. We renovated the house. Yeah. Got the kitchen perfect. It was wonderful. My dream kitchen. Went over to my neighbours and said, because we all had gates into each other's houses. Oh, yeah, that's cool. The kids would go from yard to yard. Yeah. Ended up walking over to them saying, everything's done. I'm happy. We're not leaving. Went back home. Tony rang and said, we're moving. <laughs> oh, shit. So that, he was away then. He was yeah. away seven on, seven okay, off. Yeah. And that's a hard life when I your could, kids I are look, little. I could imagine it would be. Yeah. Like my hat goes off to anyone that does the mm. seven on, seven off, especially with young children. I've got a lot of mates to do that. And um, We had a great lifestyle when he was home. For that week he was home. We oh, would play golf. Fantastic. And, yeah, do all your things. Yeah. But for that week away, he was away, it was hard for him. Yeah. For oh, him. of course it would be. I was okay. Yeah, I was down at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> you got your, you got your family, yeah. you got your kids, friends, and, and yeah. yeah, 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 you're right. That so makes... yeah, we ended up moving out to Emerald. Yeah, okay. So we got out to Emerald, and we actually lived in an apartment again for six weeks. They put us up in a hotel, yep. sort of motel place there, which was pretty good. They ended up renting us a house. This is through the mine that he was working for at that stage, and we moved in. It was about two weeks before school finished and I wanted the kids into school because I wanted them to make friends, start to make friends yes. before the following year. So kids got into school and then Christmas happened and then the floods, the 2008 um, floods. Yeah, mm. okay, 2008 floods, was mm. it? Mm. Were you there for the 2011 ones? Both. You are there for both. Both. So those 2008 ones, I... You know the bridge at Emerald? You know you yes. go over that and you look down and you see the water and you think, no There's no way, way the water could get up that high, yeah. Well, my husband said to me, you've got to stock up. There's a flood coming. And I've gone, don't be ridiculous. It's not going to cover the bridge. No way, mm. you know. And he goes, there is, there is. But I didn't stock up on anything. Yeah. But we were, um, we were lucky. We could still get to Springshore. So uh, that's so what we were doing. Is that what you're doing? Well, all rocky on all rocky, all emerald on that side. We're heading to Springshore. Springshore. Mm. Um, I well, I just actually came from Emerald yesterday, mm. um, this this morning. Left Emerald there this morning. I know exactly what this foot you're talking about because they literally just had some heavy rain there not too long ago. Mm. On some of those low sections there, you can still see a bit of the washout. So it doesn't take much water to get no. up get up high up there, eh? I remember there was um, the golf course mm-hmm. was completely flooded. Was it? Yeah. I uh, I there was a jet ski on the golf. Was it? <laughs> I specifically remember uh, the 2011 floods because it um, hindered one of my services I was doing. Hmm. I had um, back then when we were operating, we were oper- we'd do you drive out to Rocky, you drive out to Emerald, you pick the deceased up, you bring them back into Rocky, hmm. you prepare them for the funeral. Obviously, organise a day for the service to take place, and then head out. So in between that time, I had gone to Comet. Arranged the funeral with the family, headed out to Emerald, picked up the deceased, brought them back in, and then the floods came oh. right at that point. Wow. To the point where I had a 100 series Land Cruiser. Mm-hmm. I ripped all the back out, put the coffin in the back of the 100 series Land Cruiser. Wow. Drove out to Duringa yeah. the first day. They wouldn't let us go through. Yep. So I had to turn around, come back. And then I did it again the second day. Mm-hmm. So every day we're, we're trying to 
um, postpone the funeral, mm -hmm. like trying to get it done. And I did it again, thinking that the water level might have dropped, but it hadn't. Yeah. And then the family got to the point where they were just like, because they, they were even contemplating trying to get a chopper in wow. <laughs> to take. But like, you know, the size of the chopper you'd need to, you need a mm. big one. Like that, I think they only had one of those 22s or 44s or something. Mm. And then, you know, there's just no way you could get a coffin out there. Mm. <laughs> It'd yeah. have to be a plane. Like even then, that was at the same time too where um, they, the police had removed the deceased out of the, out of the funeral home or the hospital there because they were worried about the flooding. Mm. I can't remember if the hospital flooded or not. No, I don't think the was it. No. Maybe maybe it was the funeral home. Anyway, they had to transfer the bodies. Yeah, funeral home, yeah, would have been. Transferred the the bodies from there, put them in a plane, and the plane landed at Rocky oh, wow. here. That was the last last one they did before they shut up, um, shut up the the airport out there or whatever it was. So there, there was some there was significant things. Yeah. they ended up writing a book about that flood. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, now th my sister-in-law. Is um has taken most of the photos of that book. Oh really? Well, mm. there's a snippet in that book. I'm pretty sure that they talk about that funeral that I did mm. for that family. Well, didn't do. I've got the book. Have you? I will. Yeah. See if you can see it because that was mm. they, they'll talk. The, the family's from Comet, mm -hmm. but they um they talk about the funeral that didn't take yeah. place. They end up having a memorial, and then a, the cremation took place. Mm. They just couldn't do have to actually have the body there. Mm. So that was. Oh, that's why I always remember that 2011 flood. Yeah, well, the 2008 one, like, like in that December we went out to the Fairburn Dam mm. and it was something like 20% full. Yeah. And you could see all the islands. Yeah. That 2008, Yeah. we've gone back out there. Oh, my gosh. So Aaron actually got a soccer ball and wrote his name and number and said, if found, please, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we put that over the spillway. Well, probably ended up in some tree. It was just... Wow, it was gone. really? <laughs> wow, that would have been cool if someone did find it, but yeah, well, yeah, that would have been mad. It would have been, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're you're talking about the 2011, yeah, yeah. So we at that stage had decided we we're coming into Rocky. Yeah, we. I didn't want the kids to board. Mm -hmm. I I knew, I knew that I wanted them to go to grandma. Yeah, I didn't want them to board. I, so we decided we'd better be. Is that because your own pre your, your own personal experiences of boarding, or you just preferred not them not to? Just preferred not yeah, to. Fair yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Only have them at home for a little while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's but that's that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah that's mm -hmm. a nice way to look at it. So, and I only had a place for Phoebe, mind you, at Rocky. Um, Aaron actually started at Allenstown School. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Two days. I was an old Allenstown boy. Yeah. Well, we. So those floods came and it was kind of surreal for us because it ha we had sunny skies. I actually had been into town before then and the headmistress from the kids' school had said to me, there's a really big one she had coming. This family way up north she had in, in oh, yeah, okay. with the tributaries the river came yep. through and they said it's the biggest they've ever seen. You need to stock up. Wow. So I stocked up. You stocked up this time? Yeah, I went to, to um, the bottle shop and... <laughs> All the essentials, got the prawns. And yeah, get the prawns. I did. I did. Yeah. I love it. Because this is, you know, after Christmas. Yeah. Oh, so the weird it. thing was we were living at Edgewood then, which is near the airport in Emerald. Okay, yeah. And we're in our pool swimming. It's hot, sunny skies, and we're watching the army go over and they're waving to us as they go over as we're drinking our wine. And Crazy. Prawns <laughs> and, yeah, it was quite, yeah. It was really, a crazy experience. It was. And, yeah, it was just really surreal. We'd, we'd, we could still go over the road to the pub 
Yep. And we'd go over there for dinner because, and they were serving whatever they had. And I yeah. can remember one lady getting upset because I had something. They didn't have something. Oh, yeah. for goodness sakes. There's <laughs> always one, yeah. isn't there? It always was just one. everybody's going, what the hell? Yeah. One, mm. one so moron. when you were coming in, yeah. our house hadn't sold okay. by this stage. The floods came. Our house didn't flood, obviously. Yep. So within a week after the floods, our house sold. Yeah. Pretty quickly. It would have. Yeah. But we had to wait for that water to come down through Rocky. So we had Uh, to wait for a week. Yeah, of course. For that water to come through before we could get into Rocky. Of course. We couldn't get in to look for a house to rent. We had to get a friend to find us something. Find you something. Yeah, and got him to have a look and he said, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I remember coming in and for some unknown reason, every time we move, my husband's working. Yeah. So it's left up to me. So I'm coming in with the trailer and the yeah. kids. I remember coming through Comet and the railway line had all moved. Oh, and yeah, 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 was, washed out and stuff. It yeah. was just amazing. But, like, you just don't think of Rocky and I'm coming in through the Yepin Lagoon and seeing the waterline mark on the tree. Yeah. And what a shock. It yeah, it's just, crazy, wasn't it? Yeah. The thing that got that high. Yeah, it's just... And like, this was before they had all that bypass and all that sort of yeah. stuff as well. So, you know, it completely cut off. Yeah. You know, that, that section, there's nothing you could do about it. You have to wait till the water subside. Mm, it was amazing. Yeah. Mm. I, um, yeah, that was, uh, I always remember that actually, that, that um, thing. But so you came into Rocky and then what were you doing in Rocky here before you came and decided to get into the funeral game? Well, nothing. Nothing? I was a, I was a mum. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was a mum. Yeah, fair enough. Yes, got the kids settled into school. Phoebe started at grandma. Yep. And Aaron started at Allenstown for two days and then I got the call from Grandma to say, hey, we've got a space for him. Oh, cool. So all his clothes that I had bought for Allenstown, I remember taking them in and <laughs> saying to them, give them to a family. That has, oh, that's a bit nice. Yeah. yeah. So everything went back to them and hopefully they passed it on to oh, good. somebody who had been flooded and needed yeah, it. Yeah, and, and needed it. Yeah. No, yeah. that's cool. And then was it, it was, wasn't it one of your friends that um, said that hmm. from the bank? That so, said that yeah, I, I was a mum and yeah. – and, we were building, we we rented, we yeah. picked a place that we were going to renovate, supposedly. Yeah. But once we pulled down, got rid of the asbestos, yeah. then termite damage. And oh, really? Bad. Bad. And the engineer said, you got to pull it down. Ah, okay. So we pulled it down, decided to rebuild. Yeah. So this is happening and my husband is a contractor working for himself by then. Yep. And was working for a company... That decided not to pay him six figures. Oh, Jesus. So it was kind of like, I think I better go back to work. Yeah, that's a bit of a kick in the teeth, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yeah, I had a friend yeah. that worked around the corner. Yeah. And and what I find bizarre, like where your dad lives, I was two doors up from him. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah so you're so close too. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Small world, eh? Used to sometimes yell out to his dogs. <laughs> oh, did you? Be quiet. Oh, yeah. Nicely. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, the little yappers. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Lynn came over and, um, yeah, said yeah. that you were... Looking she, for someone. She was helping me move and... Oh, looking, wow. Why don't you go in? Yeah. And that's what, how and it happened. And the rest is history. And yeah. I think it's my calling. It must be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're natural for it, 100%. You know, yeah. I listen to Cameron's podcast. Yeah. And Cameron, you keep coming back. Yes. Like, three times I've left, haven't I? Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're on your you keep coming mode. back. <laughs> it is. But, like... Even Cole. Cole's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I think if you if you it's one of those it's a love hate relationship. Mm. It's like one of those things like um 
how do you put it? It's like, um, yeah, I think you got a calling for it. And it's something that you might go away for a bit, but it just, it's got this mm. gravitation. It, it just pulls you back into it. Because it it's a completely different, it's a completely different work environment. Mm. Just in general, the whole process that's involved yeah. to a lot of other places. Mm. And you're going to a social event mm. every time that you do a funeral. You are. Regardless of whether it's a sad occasion or a happy occasion, it's still a social event. So mm. you're going to see or that you're going to, if there's people that you know about it. Yeah, I had one the, on the weekend yeah. and country folk and all I could hear was chatter, chatter, chatter. Yeah, that's and it. It was lovely. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's weddings, funerals. That's mm. where everyone catches up. Mm. So, you know, for you get to be a part of that. You get to hear all the goss and everything that's going on. So mm. it does get quite mm. interesting, doesn't it? I love it. Yeah. And do you, what do you, what's your favourite part of it? The celebrant side of things or do you like the arrangements or the conducting? What do you find that's the best part? The arrangements. The arrangements? Absolutely. Yeah. Get to catch up with the, catch up with the um, family and have a bit of a chat to them. And, yeah. yeah. I love providing that comfort and helping them through that yeah. tough period. Well, I think you're natural for it anyway. I, I just love it. Yeah. 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 And that you get that uh, real nurture mm. mentality with you as well, attribute or whatever. I hope you call. so because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, so. I think so. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mm. yeah. You always get a good rapport from the families. The family's really mm. always really happy with you. And there's some special ones that you remember, isn't there? Like, yeah, there is. Is there any ones that particular that you got really like ones that really yeah, there is really special. It's one you did. Oh, really? That I did. Yeah, um, I had gone to their home at Emu Park to arrange it. Yeah, sure. And he had – he was from New Zealand, so he had a, a Maori connection there. Yeah, okay. Now, there was a Maori princess or something or in that family somewhere Yeah. yeah. Um, on the other side. I've gone to do the arrangement and she had said to me that the day before he had passed, a bird had come into the house. Wow. And the dog was trying to chase the bird out. Yeah. So in their faith or whatever – they believe that a bird comes in to tell you that the spirit is going. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she just, yeah, I can remember her saying that to me and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. We did the funeral. Yeah. Under the Leichhardt tree. Oh, is that where the bird came land on yes. the coffin? Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. I just. Isn't that, isn't that trippy, eh? It blew me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bird sat on that coffin mm. for that last song and yeah. it looked around yeah. at everybody. Yeah. And took off. Isn't like, that beautiful, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's what um, one of the things I do say is people like, you know, not, you know, you can have your beliefs and faith and stuff and what you, mm. and what you, you know, what you believe in. But there's certain things that you have to be in tune to, to, to get understanding of yeah. what's going on. That maybe that that is some sort of. It's got to be. You know. There's something there. There's something there. Yeah. What it is, I've got no idea. No. But you've got to be open to the thought of that, mm. you know, because um, if you don't, I mean, you're, you're not going to know anyway. But mm. I think those sort of little things, those little those little things like that just make it just so beautiful. Yeah. That just um, – there was one recently and the butterfly followed us out of the yeah. church. Isn't that beautiful? I remember who was with me. Yeah. I don't know. But, and she loved butterflies and yeah. it actually followed – the coffin out. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh my gosh. I know. Isn't that cool when you yeah. get to experience those sort of yeah. things? Yeah. I think it's very special. Yeah. And then I had the, um, we had a, a brother and sister pass, but 
um, so I think it was, yeah, the brother passed here in Rockhampton. Yeah. A couple of days before the sister did. Now, both sides of the family didn't know this was happening, if you understand. Oh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, the sister was down in Brisbane and all her family were there. Yeah. And they didn't realise what had happened to the, to brother. the brother. Yeah. So their mum is passing. Yes. And just before she passed, whatever his name, John, John, I'm coming. John, I'm coming. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Like, you know, when they give you chills. So then they've rung up the family, the other side of the family, to say mum's just passed. And they said, well, dad passed on. And they've gone, oh, my gosh, she was calling out his name. Wow. Mm. Isn't that, isn't that trippy, eh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Oh, that, that, those are those those are those special moments mm. that not many people get to witness or see and experience, but you get to the opportunity yeah. to be a part of those. You know, in those one in a lifetime mm. situations, but you get to see it more regularly. That's mm. pretty special in itself, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Pretty special. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I um, I don't want to say that we we're pr- probably pretty blessed that we get to see that quite mm. a lot. So for me to not remember some of them. It's not because I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that yeah. I, it's not that it's not taken away any speci- specialness from it. So purely yeah. because it does, ha- it can happen quite regularly. Yeah, you know those experiences. And then there was a Colin would remember this one: the guy that passed on his property. Yep. In his chair. Yep. Looking at average. Yeah. Well, how beautiful! Mm. What a way to go. Looking at average property. Yeah. He died. Palliative. Yeah. Palliative. Yeah. Right. Wow. And do you remember how we had to place him? Yep. How beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. We had to place him face down because oh, so his, wife, f- his wife oh, was already in there. Oh, that's right. He wanted yes, to talk I to do. his wife. He had to be face down to face yeah. his wife. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful, isn't it? It is. Isn't that? Isn't that oh. We're talking about devotion, Yeah, that's <laughs> a beautiful. We were just talking about that in the last episode. Colin and oh. I were talking about how we're talking about Mr. Sneed, how his wife passed away in 1995. And every day up until he passed away, he would go down to the cemetery and spend some oh time gosh. with his wife for 28 years. Oh, my God. Every day. And then every Friday, he would new fresh batch of flowers would be either hand-delivered by himself or even oh. when he was in hospital, he would have someone have them sent down. Yeah. But for every day for 28 years, he'd show the devotion to his wife. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's so, so – it's, it's like a – yeah. Romantic novel, <laughs> isn't, it is. it, isn't it? Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, I know. So, no, well, I, um, what do you is that something that you well, no, can I see remember, yourself? Yeah, I remember the weird too. The weird, yeah, yeah, the gold in the teeth. Oh, oh you get those, <laughs> don't you? People want them removed. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> like we're not could you could imagine the, the only way to remove them is with pliers. Mm. And like I don't want to sound yeah. rude or that we've been we've mm. been rough handling, but that's the only yeah you you have to ply the tooth pry the tooth out mm. for the for the Each goal. to their own. Oh look, I mean that's that's only one of a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a common request. Um, yeah. So thank mm. you so much for coming on and sharing those stories with us. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yes. What do you think is what do you see yourself doing in the future? You just want to. Do you see like if you like this is how you see it running for you know like 
staying in the funeral industry side of things or do you? I love the funeral industry. Yeah. I really, really do. I yeah. love it. Yes. But I am also going to retire at some stage. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. But like that's that's the way you see like, yeah. you know, the light, end of the lights, the, the end of the tunnel is retirement. Yeah. That's the light. Mm-hmm. Do you say? You know what I want to do? What's that? Buy a horse. Do you? Yeah. You should. I am. Yeah. Well, you're on property again. Well, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> you're on acreage. Yeah. 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 You, you said that. You said wherever you went, you had a horse. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. First time I haven't had a horse, really. Yeah. 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 Why not? That's yeah. it. Oh, mm. that's cool. And so you've been doing the funeral industry now for ten years. Ten just years. Past ten years. Yeah. You would know that. Oh mm. yes, of course. Yeah. Mm. So ten years. Isn't that amazing to think mm. you've been doing that for ten years? With a couple of breaks in between. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've all had breaks. Like <laughs> I have. I have a few. but yeah i absolutely love it i love good on you i love meeting families yeah yeah they're all different yeah yeah Mm. i think that's like you like i've said before in the past um you either have you you have these people come in Mm. you're either going for life or you're going for a day yeah like it's one of those industries like Mm. very rarely would you have people do a couple of years and then go on and do something else you know what my favorite part is of a Funeral service? What's that? The eulogy. Yeah. I love listening to that. There's yeah. some amazing people here in Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. Some amazing people that have done amazing things. Like, yeah. Um, it's yeah. yeah. It is. The guy that started Kershaw Gardens. Um, the dingo races. Yeah. Just You've amazing. Heard, it's amazing to think of some of the amazing Bernie's stories. Pies the other day. Yep. Yeah. See that? Yeah. You, some of those amazing stories that you get mm. to hear. That you that you're that you're fortunate enough to hear that pe- most people don't get to hear. Yeah. The only problem with that is they're not recorded. Yes. <laughs> you don't get to hear them again unless you live stream. Yes. Well, that's it. But I mean, you know, well, how cool would it be to hear it from those persons' mm. point of view? And that's mm. what we try to do here. Mm. It's a great way to top that off, isn't it? It is absolutely. <laughs> so for every guest that comes on, oh. you get your own. <laughs> you get your own um, uh, dead ass podcast nameplate. Thank you. You got a oh, you got a fancy one. You got a fancy one. They normally get silver. You got a gold one. Uh, my daughter has a silver one. Well, the, the special the special employees or employers oh, where you get the you get the, up, you get the upgraded one. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's worth seven bucks <laughs> <laughs> or seventy bucks. I don't know whatever they're worth. Um, now, traditionally, we do do like shots. Oh yeah. To finish one off. Did you want to have a shot? Of what? Well, it's tequila. Yeah. You do? Ah. <laughs> I was impressed. One, two, now, three, yamos. Normally we, do, normally we do Don Julio, Don Julio, but mm-hmm. I've given Don Julio a break for a while because him and I, we're not, we're not in the best spates at the moment. But. It tastes like shit. Yeah, but we've got. Um, oh. So this is it here. Beautiful. Yeah, so this is Tita. Oh. So Tita, she's Day of the Dead, Mexican. All that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mexico. So pop the head off like that. Pretty trippy, eh? It's like a... Um, it's a cool bottle. It? it is a cool bottle, eh? There's actually a bit of a story behind it. Did you get it here or...? Sorry? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can buy it here locally. Hmm. So give you a little shot of this. Did you get it last time you went to Mexico? Yeah. Uh, not recently. So... Am I meant to? No, it's all right. I'll give you a cheers. To good health. I don't. Uh, oh, this is a bit heavy. That one, I think. I'm a bit high tide. Mm. Oh, cheers to good health. Yes. Let me know what you think. 
One, two, three, yamos. Uh, yamos. <laughs> oh, gee, that brings back memories. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, yes. Wool and Gabba. Wool and Gabba. Oh, wow. At the pub. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll have to tell us that story one day too. Yes. <laughs> it's might, not a story next, that I can remember too well. Well, actually. next time I might give you the tequila first before we start. <laughs> Probably. Get some more stories out of you. That could be a problem. That's it. I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the potty. It's been a great. It's been awesome hearing some of your things. Thank you, Brycey. Ah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, shout out to your family as well. Yes. Sharing, the, being a part of your stories as well. Yes. Thank you, you Phoebe, Aaron, yeah. Tony. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, no, thank you. We'll, I'll see you tomorrow at work anyway. But <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe you might be getting that retirement in sooner rather than later. Mm. Um, that's what we all want, isn't it? Mm. Oh, well, thank you, everyone, listening and tuning in. Thank you very much again, once again, Heather. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll catch you around next time, mate. You will. Thank Cheers. you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>